Today on the show, we're talking about autistic burnout and warning signs. Is it exhaustion? Is it depression? Is it something physical? Could it be autistic burnout? I'm sharing some of the top 20 warning signs you may be in autistic burnout today to help you discover if this is what you are or have experienced in your autistic life. Learn what autistic burnout is, what it can look like and feel like, and what the next step is in your journey. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carol Jean Whittington, and you're about to experience the new way to thrive in life and relationships as a late-identified autistic. By unveiling who you are, what you love, creating balance, and being the leader and creator of your best life. Get ready, because this is where we go against the mainstream. We say no to outdated society norms, and we say yes to who we are in order to create a joy-filled, balanced, and more neurodistinct world. Ubuntu. Welcome to Mind Your Autistic Brain. So exactly what is autistic burnout? An autistic burnout is when our needs consistently go unmet for long periods of time without sufficient recovery periods from stressors and result in a temporary loss of skills and abilities that take time to recover. That's my definition. And I've assembled that from several other uh, research papers that are out there. However, I didn't find any one particular definition of autistic burnout that I felt authentically spoke to what actually autistic adults experience. So that's my definition. Burnout symptoms vary from person to person, and recovery time can range from weeks to months and sometimes even years. The recovery time depends on many factors and how severe the burnout is, how long the buildup took leading up to burnout, and how the person is able to get help and support to rest and recover. So there's some differences when we talk about burnout. There are variations and autistic burnout differs specifically from a neurotypical burnout in two major areas. First area is executive function or dysfunction in this case and temporary or permanent loss of skills and abilities. We as autistics experience burnout in a very different way. So to help you identify if you are in autistic burnout, let's discuss a few of the warning signs. I created a list of the top 20 warning signs you may be in autistic burnout. I'm going to cover a few of those and go a little in depth on them today to help you out. So brain fog is probably one of the very top number one most discussed warning signs from actually autistic adults. I know brain fog for me. Oh, geez. It, it, it seems like I almost lived in it that way for decades. I've identified my earliest autistic burnout at the age of six. My friend Mark has said his was around the age of six as well. There's so many of us that once we start talking about it and we start to recognize what burnout looks like for us, what it feels like and, and what it, it presents itself as in our world. And we really start to go back and reflect. The further we dig, the farther we go. Sometimes we're really amazed at how early autistic burnout occurs in our life. Maybe you're experiencing that or 
beginning to realize that in your life as well. So let's talk about brain fog. And here's the definition of brain fog. It is defined as a usual and a usually temporary state of diminished mental capacity marked by inability to concentrate, to think or reason clearly. Brain fog is a really big one. If you are truly either today or you've recognized in the past, you just have such a difficult time concentrating. You have a hard time focusing. You can't seem to, to, to move through anything. It, it literally feels like you're in a fog or a mist or just this sort of dark abyss sometimes when you're experiencing brain fog and burnout. So one of the other things that you can experience as a warning sign for autistic burnout is that your sensory sensitivities are heightened. So sounds, noises, things that don't normally or didn't normally bother you before all of a sudden, or even you've noticed a gradual increase over time, because often we don't recognize some of the changes that occur because they're gradual. So sound sensitivities. It could be that you don't tolerate sounds as well, um, that multiple sounds in large environments, like going to the grocery store, things like that, are really difficult. You know, you can crank your music up as loud as you want in your headphones, but if you're in a room and multiple people are talking, it's just more than you can manage. Touch. Touch is a really big one. I noticed for myself in particular um, my clothing choices, whether something is loose or tight, if it's got to be soft, even the sheets on my bed, uh, my skin gets exceptionally sensitive. Even so much as sometimes I don't even want people to touch me because it hurts. Light, you need darker rooms or you feel like you can't see without bright light. It can be one extreme or the other, but that your light sensitivities are heightened. Taste. Um, this can be on both sides. It, it can be that you're incredibly and acutely aware of taste and smells. Um, it can also be that you've lost your ability to taste. You know, you've had a diminished ability to savor or enjoy foods. Um, you know, I've switched toothpaste. It, during burnouts, not realizing that's what it was, but all of a sudden a particular toothpaste was just too much for me. You know, the minty was just too much. I had to go find a, a really gentle cinnamon, which Crest makes a really good one, by the way, if you guys are looking, um, you know, but, but smells, you know, your sensitivity to smell, it can either be that you are incredibly sensitive to everything that you come across from an olfactory processing standpoint, or that you've lost your ability to be sensitive to smells. It can be either. Another one that isn't often talked about, but from my vision science research and my studies into vision therapy, balance is a really, really big one. And it's one you don't always notice. Your balance can be off because there are so many other factors that are off. And it's one of the things that is least recognized and not that I have found anywhere else that is discussed. Sometimes you can even test this by trying barefoot. Sometimes is the best way to do this. Try and walk a 12 foot distance 
heel to toe in a straight line without looking at your feet and maintaining your balance. See where you are on that. Another aspect is feeling disconnected from yourself and others. More so than normal, I guess, is probably a good way for us to put it, being autistic. We don't always want to be around a whole lot. But then again, there's people like me who are also sensory social seekers, but I have my boundaries. Like, I want to do it under my control and when I want to and, and only for as long as I, I feel I can maintain, maintain it. But I still have to have those things in my life. Maybe you do too. But during burnout, I don't go seeking those social communication times. I do feel incredibly disconnected from myself as well as other people. And one of the things that many people in our community discuss is feeling very disconnected, um, feeling like you just can't get in touch with your feelings or that the feelings of others, that you're just not bridging that, that gap to connect. In burnout, it is very much heightened more so than maybe what your norm might be. Another one is finding it more difficult to communicate. Speaking may be hard for you, and you may even experience temporary mutism. I don't say selective mutism because I don't select it and I don't opt for it. It just shows up in my world. And it can be the first few times it happened I wasn't sure what, what was going on. And it was kind of scary because I couldn't find the words to articulate or express what I needed to say. When I'm in burnout, a lot of times, or even when I'm in a shutdown or meltdown situation, I find it very difficult to communicate. I have alexithymia, which I'll leave a link in here so you can find out more about it. But I have alexithymia, so it is sometimes very difficult to identify and articulate what these overwhelming emotions or feelings I'm experiencing are on a good day. But when I'm in burnout, it's almost impossible. And being able to communicate how I'm feeling becomes even more difficult. And I will even get to a point where I can communicate very minimally, maybe with one or two other people. And that's really about it. Phone calls, anything like that. It, I'm just not capable of doing it. I don't have the ability. That's one of the abilities and skills that I lose. Maybe you do too. So another one, one of the last big ones I want to talk about today is difficulty falling and staying asleep. So on average, it takes those of us who are autistic and those of us who are autistic and ADHD, like me, on average, the research shows that it takes 12 minutes longer to fall asleep than other neurotypes. I would probably hedge my bet to say that that is on the very, very small limited scale because 12 minutes, 12 minutes is super short compared to my average time to fall asleep when I wasn't burnout or when I didn't know and wasn't aware of um, my different aspects of why I couldn't sleep. So not only do we have a neurotype that operates differently, we also have neurochemistry differences like lower melatonin levels that contribute to sleep difficulties and even physiological differences. 
like mast cell activation that you may not be aware of that impact your ability to get good deep sleep that drastically impacts your quality of life and autistic burnout specifically. Deep sleep provides long-term memory storage. It allows chemicals to be released that wash your brain from the buildup of toxins throughout the day. And there's so many other essential recovery functions that are making it harder for us to get out of autistic burnout when we are not aware of them or how to make changes that help us get better rest and sleep. We're not only neurodistinct in our neurotype, we're neurodistinct in our body, in our physiology. This is a really big area that once I recognized that, and especially when it came to deep sleep and in burnout quite often, we have difficulty falling asleep. We have difficulty staying asleep. And when those things happen, we are not usually getting deep sleep or sufficient deep sleep. There are four, and it's sometimes debated depending on where you're looking at research from sleep studies. There are four, sometimes five levels of deep sleep, of sleep. And, and you only get deep sleep when you get into REM sleep and that's that stage four sleep. Our sleep cycle occurs in a 90 to 120 minute cycle where you go through stages one through four. And you repeat that cycle on average five to seven times per night. However, if you have sleep disturbances or sleep arousals, when you are not yet into deep sleep and it's somewhere in that sleep stage one to three, and you're getting knocked out of that sleep cycle, you start all over again. So you may not be getting sufficient deep sleep. There are seven forms of rest other than the passive physical form of sleep. These seven other forms of rest are critical to autistic burnout restoration and knowing how to incorporate them into your life to prevent chronic cycle burnout. The temporary meltdowns and shutdowns we often live with is vital. There are seven forms of rest and they address many of the things I discussed today, including sensory rest. And more about that will help you incorporate a few of these things into your daily life to help you recover and restore from burnout and to also help prevent getting into those deep cycle and chronic burnout cycles many of us have experienced as late identified autistics. Reflecting back, I probably spent most of my life in chronic cycle burnout. So knowing how we are neurodistinct people and how we sleep and what we need to be aware of in order to get the deep restorative sleep that we need, especially during burnout, is exactly what I will be sharing more in depth on in the new Rest is More Than Sleep mini course. It is exclusively available on the new Autastic platform and is created by a collaboration of late identified autistics by us for us. I'm so excited to share this with you Please join the waiting list today to be the first in the doors on August the 1st to get access to this course and so many others. I am personally inviting you to join us. We are so thrilled to share this new way to connect and get the resources, advice, community, and social engagement you want. 
from some of the biggest advocates and coaches you know and love, and a few we are thrilled to introduce you to. So join us today over on Autastic. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have any questions and you'd like to get the download, and it's free, of the top 20 warning signs you may be in autistic burnout, check the show notes below to get that. Also, this Saturday, July 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern is our quarterly Mind Your Autistic Brain Community Celebration Saturday, where we come together and celebrate all things autistic, from identification, be that self or formal, because that's a really big deal. Hey, has it been your birthday? Let's celebrate your birthday. Let's do it in our very unique and special way. Have you just graduated high school, college from a particular training program? And it's a really huge success and win you'd like to share. Have you gotten a promotion at work? Have you found a job? These things are amazing and they're a really big deal in our life. And other people don't always understand our excitement and our enthusiasm for the things that we accomplish. And sometimes just accomplishing getting dressed in that day is a really big win. Let's celebrate together and let's do it in our mind your autistic brain way with kindness, gentleness, patience, and understanding. Register for the celebration Saturday. Registration is required and it is in my link tree. You can find it on Instagram at social You can also find it in the link below and on my website, socialaudi.com. I look forward to greeting you and inviting you into this new fantastic space on Autastic. I look forward to helping you learn more about your autistic burnout journey, how to go from autistic burnout to balance, and how you can find your restoration, your seven forms of rest, and how you can start getting that good quality sleep you need as an autistic different. So let's figure it out and do it together. I have some amazing things to share with you in that new mini course. You're going to be blown away. Have a great day. If you are someone who likes to help people and share what has made a difference in your life, please share this talk show with a friend and on your social media accounts so that you can be the blessing in another late identified autistics life. Be sure to tag me at Social Audi so I can personally say thank you. And to help keep the talk show ad-free, please consider becoming a one-time or recurring supporter through either Buy Me a Coffee or the Anchor Podcast links in the show notes below. I truly appreciate your support. Thank you for being a listener and thank you for adding your voice to our story.